Live and uh, Mitchum and South London for the Beer Fridge Podcast uh, with Friends Fest presented by Drop Project um, here on my lonesome from the four other or three other musketeers and I've uh, brought along another a, a new co-host for the, they're not a new co-host so like, you've done a wee bit before actually coming about it a tiny tiny bit and it's in the form of my other half and my wife Hello world. Hello world. Hello Beer world. The other, the other three monkeys couldn't be bothered to, to come down to London for this. And to be fair, they're going to miss out on a fantastic day. They are going to miss out. They're already missing out. Already missing out, totally. Uh, so Beer Fridge Podcast, live from Friends Fest here at Drob Project. Um, some amazing breweries lined up throughout the day. There's uh, eight breweries, I think. Eight or ten breweries that are here today, um, including obviously Drop Project. We have decided to start with Drop Project beers. Both of us. Both of us. Yeah. Uh, I myself have went with an absolute stalwart from Drop Project, one that we've, we've had um, when they were first on the podcast, I believe in April 2021 is the last time the guys were on the podcast, and since then they've moved on to bigger and better things. They're in a new, they've got a new space here, got a new brewery, um, a new taproom brewery, which is fucking huge by the way yeah, we're actually good, we're literally surrounded where we are at the moment we're surrounded by the brew kit we've got FVs around us it's absolutely incredible but yes uh, that stalwart beer I've mentioned is Shifty like I said we had it April 2021 and it's still tasting as good as it did back then if not actually better because it's straight from the fucking tank <laughs> couldn't get any fresher double dry hopped pale tasting absolutely stunning um, I'll be you You said to me actually I'll be taking a bag to like take things home and I was like no 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 and I'm like yeah I probably should have because that fridge over there that's got all the cans and that fridge is coming home with me I did honest. I saw you when we went over to the bar beeline for the fridge and for a second I was confused I was like hang on a minute I thought we were getting a drink for now yeah. thought you were filling up your bag to take home I am myself up for later I am myself <laughs> up for later but it's filling up really nicely here at Friends Fest um, a very family orientated by the looks of things so far lots of kids and stuff which is good to see um, yourself what have you, uh, like, so if we just before we find out what you're drinking you are five years like you said behind myself in terms of sampling craft beer but it's not that you it's that I've supported you for the five years and watched you taste and taste your way through these no. five years and you've sort of you know, have a try of this, have a try of this every now and then. And then I would say this year more than any, I've been like, oh, that's really good. I'll have one of those. And then you're the one about... that's, you're the one that actually dragged us like, yeah. oh, we've got a tap room. What are we doing this weekend? Which tap room are we visiting this weekend? Worst, worst problems to have, to be fair. But no, it was only about two weeks ago when I tried that beer from Sure Shop. Yes. And I was like, wow. So the Sure Shop beer you had, it's Teddy Bear or something, oh I can't remember God. what it's called. And it's, it's a. And what did I say beer. at the time? It's the best beer you've ever tasted. Best why, beer why, I've the ever fuck, why the fuck am I saying what you said? <laughs> <laughs> it should be you tell me what you said. I'm taking over as prime Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, ah, you said it was the best beer you've ever had, which is, to be fair, you've, you've 
probably picked a fucking good beer to start off with as your best beer. It was good. I mean, considering my best beer when I started was bloody Hop House 13. When I look at back <laughs> at it now, I, well, no, honestly, it was. And I'm like, oh, that's got to be a bit of peach and apricot in there. Oh my god, that's amazing. And then you go Bam. banging <laughs> with a double dry hop. I've just been observing for five years, you say. I was just, just timing my moment. Teeing yourself up, definitely. So, what? Uh, you've picked out a drop project beer? Yep, uh, Margarita Sour is what it is. Damn. It's nice. It's got some nice sort of summer vibes I can I can. Do you get the margarita some... from it? Are you getting the margarita yeah. vibes? Yeah. So, like, I'm not a it's, margarita. It's fresh, it's nice. I'm not a margarita drinker, but it, do you drink margaritas normally? Or have you ha- you've had margaritas? Yeah. Before? Is it tasting like a margarita? It's, though? it's got the sour. Aye. It's not too sour. It's got that nice sour. But yeah, so the sort of that, like the freshness of a margarita. So you're getting that kind of tartness that yeah. draw your cheeks together yeah, a wee yeah. bit, but yeah, not too much. Not too much Just though. give me. Give I me. did offer. I know you did offer. I'm not. I'm not too. You know, like people don't like to share their food. I'm not. I, you've always shared your beer with me. I'm like, get off. This is mine. <laughs> it's like that, Gavin and Stacey with the Chinese. Uh, no, get your own food. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got that kind of lemony lime. Like minty, like fresh. Like. A lot of mint. A lot of mintiness coming through. Yeah. Proper dry. I like it though. It's, it's, no, no. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Dryness isn't a bad thing at all. Um, the dryness is nice. The dryness is the bit that makes you go back for more. I mean, that makes you go back for more of the beer. The dryness is actually, that's actually quite a lot of dryness there. It just fucking goes, poof, disappears, and it's like, all right, got a dry mouth, need more. <laughs> that's that's the, the the key point. You see, that's that's their marketing point. <laughs> it's a nice. You see, but the thing is, it's not an offensive sour. I, I think um, it's a sour that. Is one that you can drink, and you could have a couple of those. I reckon. I don't. With oh, some yeah. sours, you can only have. I'm going back. <laughs> with some of them, you can only have a wee bit. I think that when you say the word sour, people automatically think, like you say, that 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 cheek, that eyes, you know, right. like it's it's going to be way too sour. But it's not. It's really subtle. But. I think I drop a beer just went <laughs> <in> my eye. <laughs> Did you see that? I <laughs> I think I've just got blinded by a DDH. <laughs> you, you put me off, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> um, you can probably sense the vibes in the background. Um, it's kicking off here at Friends Fest, presented by Drop Project. The music is going, the vibe is bouncing. Like I said before, these guys are last in the podcast, April 2021. If you remember that podcast, the, the guys are very influenced by board sports, so you're you're surfing, you're skateboarding and stuff, so there's going to be those kind of vibes this afternoon um, here at Drop Project. Um, we're going to get ourselves round the tables, around all the breweries and stuff as well. Talk to the guys from breweries. Breweries who have been on the podcast previously, the likes of Chain House, the likes of Northern Monk are here, um, and some interesting ones that haven't been on the podcast, who should have been, who should be on the podcast in the form of left-handed giant, Bristol's absolute legends who make tremendous beers and just kill it. Um, so we'll be, get round the breweries and make sure we get chatting with the breweries and the people here at Friends Fest's first festival for Drop Projects that they're doing here at the tap room. The place is buzzing, man. Yeah. You getting the vibes? Yeah. You getting the vibes? I like, now I want to be on the other side of this, I know. this podcast. Like, I'm like, see you later. Solo hosting. Right. 
Oh, is that am I getting dumped yeah. already? I got dumped by the other three. Because I got dumped by another one. Jesus Aww. Christ! Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, like I said, um, people that will be hearing this first will be our Patreon members, the people that support the podcast by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. We love every single one of you for showing your official support of the podcast. We genuinely could not do half the things we could we do without yourself. Massive help. For the people that don't subscribe and are not a member of our Patreon page, what the fuck are you doing? Get to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast access to exclusive content some early content as well and um, just show your support for the podcast it's, I think it's like as little as £1.40 or £1.45 I think it is you can do it a month genuinely does or you can do a one off thing fucking honest to god we love every single one of our Patreon members right I'm going to stop doing that and I'm going to think about my next beer I'm going to go for a wonder see what's there and I'm sure we'll check in when you drop it it's a vibe! Oh, yeah! Oh, don't say. Oh, this is the bad thing about trying to do having your wife as a co host on a podcast. She just gives you into trouble. She'll say it as it is. She tells you when you're being a dick. Um, right, another catch up from myself and Jade here at uh, Friends and Friend Fest from Drop Project. What are you doing? Oh, my, my widgies. I can't get rid of it. Your wedgies. Um, we've just went round to see if we can get another beer. And I myself stopped in at Friends of the Podcast and former um, former guest of the podcast in the form of Chain House. Ryan is absolutely smashing it. He's been... We had him back in the podcast in May 2021. Um, so it's been a long time since we caught up with him, but... Um, since then, he has moved on to bigger things. Much the same as Drop Project. I feel like I'm repeating myself. I'm feeling the, I'm saying the same thing because he's got his own space. He's on Brewery Tap Room. Uh, the place looks absolutely amazing. Up in Preston, near Manchester. So if you're in that area, make sure you go and check the guys out. I have just seen, and you've potentially just seen the same thing, the slushy. Yes. So I saw this earlier before they had filled it. Right. And I eyed it up and I thought, oh, that's coming in a bit. That will be fucking badass. Absolute badass. But hey, like I said, sampling some uh, chain house beers. The beer that I have got in question, which I'm now scavenging to find the picture that I quickly took, is uh, an open letter to NYC. A DDH fail. There's a fucking surprise. That was really nice, by the way. I tried a bit, and I'm a bit jealous. But, 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 so this is, um, to be fair, I went from DDH fail to DDH fail. The obviously stylistic wise, they're the same style of beer. And in fairness, the the both of the beers are tasting very similar, um, which is, isn't really a surprise. I probably should have picked. In fact, I left it to Ryan to pick my beer. So I'm going to blame Ryan. So it's Ryan's fault. Yeah, but I that one was nicer than the other, what, in what my mean? opinion. Because I tasted that and I was like, damn, should have got that. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're... They are for you. I think they're rel- relatively on par, to be fair. But it's, it's, it's tasted... I definitely have a to check out and a brewery to check out they're moving on to bigger bit I think Ryan if you remember when we had him on the podcast was doing um, the, um, he was doing it from his garage 
That's amazing. Literally, I think, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure, the cannon machine, excuse me, it went, because it was so big, so that, I don't know if you can see it, that just over there is a, a, a cannon machine. Mm. I'm pointing to the wife here to see yeah, yeah, yeah. what a cannon machine looks like. Um, he had it, because it was so big, it didn't fit in his garage, so what he did was, he run, he run the track, so the track went outside the garage, <laughs> put a hole through the wall, <laughs> so it goes out the garage, and then back in the garage. Fucking I'm unreal. slightly getting concerned, actually. Obviously, we've, I'm doing we've not long had a garage, <laughs> and over this past year, you have slowly turned it into the Beer Fridge podcast lounge, let's call it. Oh, Beer Fridge lounge. Beer Fridge lounge. I said this to you before, I'm full of great ideas. I don't know why you don't listen to me. Beer Fridge lounge is so... Um, I'll give you a couple of reasons why. <laughs> yeah, I think I might need to move out. <laughs> <laughs> is that all I need to do? You're like, yeah. yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Easy done. Um, but no... Beers taste amazing. We'll get a catch up with Ryan later on at some point this afternoon. So looking forward to um, catching up with Ryan, you yourself, um, JD Greg or JD B even. It's just my name, isn't it? Uh, you you always do that, and I always correct you. I know. Anyway, you went with uh, another friend of the podcast and fellow our ex. Um, what am I trying to say? Guest know. of the podcast in the form of Rivington. Quality brewery. Yeah. What a brewery. Nice. Um, so it's called Light Come Shining. It is a mango... What is it, babe? I don't know. It's a mango... It's a mango Berliner vibe. <laughs> I didn't want to say it wrong. <laughs> um, See, at least, you, at least you go... Unlike Mark, he just goes... Oh, he, he, oh, he, oh, he, oh, oh, oh. And you're like, sorry, what? I didn't want to say it wrong. I'm wrong. I'm insult someone. Um, very, 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 very mango-y. <laughs> See for Strong me, like, genuinely. See when you see when you smell and you get the aroma off the beer. You you actually think it's it smells almost like uh, a sour because it's so mango. Well, it does taste a bit sour. Funnily enough, it's got a it has got that zing to it. It's a it's a wee bit a wee bit funny. I feel like it's a bit of a. <laughs> it's a wee bit. It's because a wee... it feels like it should be a thick smoothie type of the take. That's what you when you taste it. That's what you think, but it's not. It's it's smooth. Aye. But it's not thick. Not oh. like Callum's smoothie the other day. Oh well, that aye, that that um, that is off the chain, off the chain that bit. But no, it's it, it's ah. I'll be honest. It's not a beer for me. I don't think. Um. I think yeah. it, I think it's it's it, it's it's went mango and then went. Fucking mango. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So and do you know what? I would agree with that. Like, it's nice. I don't know if I'm going to finish this though. I get right. I get right. I get maybe. It might be a one and done, half a pint. And Won't get it again. No, never not. Never not. Like the margarita sour, I would get again. Margarita sour, yeah. Yours, definitely. I would get again. I wouldn't go back. To this. Yeah. There's actually a really interesting um, brew that I'm going to. I didn't actually know they were coming. To be fair, Bohemia something they were called, and um, they're doing some Czech lager, which I think will be absolutely stunning. Um, if a bar the Germans and all that to do a a cracking lager is also the Czechs, and my God, that sounds like fantastic stuff. <laughs> Get, we're getting pictures taken. 
I feel like I think I'm... I had like my bitch face on then because I was intently listening to what you were saying and I suddenly spotted <laughs> this camera so there may be a moody picture of us later <laughs> that thing I feel like doing obviously we've got a little one I feel like doing like I nearly did what we did to the little one I went go cheese <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh, but what, we've, got a, we've got a free day without the, without the kids so this could get fucking meta we'll be in bed by five we yeah. won't make the evening session we will not make the evening <laughs> session not a fucking chance um, but yes, a wee catch up from, from ourselves here, like I said, at Friends Fest. With Drop Project, to one one good beer and one beer that just made the wife make a funny face. Not loving that. Not loving that, not loving that. Right, we are going to get at some point go around the people, see what the, the people! <laughs> <laughs> see the people! Are drinking. <laughs> we'll catch up with you We've been joined by Vanessa, um, who's enjoying the festivities of the Friends Festival by Drop Project. I've noticed your Hop City t-shirt, so you're very well versed in the, the art of craft beer. Um, how are you enjoying it so far? It's really great. There's like a good crowd vibe and lots of good beers to try. Well, this is only my third beer, but it's really nice. Are we, th- are we three in? This is, this is my third. Third beer, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's that, it's that kind of time where you're, 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 like you're on the edge of how far do you go? Uh, no, no, not too bad, not too bad. How, how have you found the, the breweries so far? What, what have you tried? What have you liked? Or what, by all means, what have you disliked, if anything at all? The Howling Hot Pale Ale, I can't remember the specific name, was yeah. really nice. And then we had a sour, and I'm totally blanking on it, but it was really nice. Right. I, can't, I don't think I actually had the proper name of it ever, but he just told me what he had, and I went for the sour first. And I feel really bad that I don't remember which one it was, but... To be fair, after three beers, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, I barely remember my name. I was waiting fair. for this one. This is the Gravity Wells, and it's like relativistic beaming, I think is the name of yep. it. It's a New England IPA. Oh, okay. How, how, is it, how is it pouring? Not too bad? Very good, very yeah. good. They have, they're really good with their IPAs and their like New England IPAs. Is it, a brewery, is it a brewery that you, you followed quite closely then? Not closely, but I've had a few of their beers now. Like, where they've had them own at like local bottle shops and we've bought a few cans yeah. and we've seen them at the bottle shops. And I think I've had them at a few of the um, festivals too that we've been to amazing so. amazing did you did you attend hop city then oh yes we went to <laughs> hop city early may the most recent one yep we've already booked tickets for the dark and wild yes and yes. for the indie beer indie man indie beer, beer man, yep, in manchester yeah yeah so we we, uh, we will be heading up to the the uh, manchester craft beer festival um, it's our next is it our next July, one? Isn't it? I think it, yeah, I think that's our next that's our next stop. But um, the, the, the Hop City, the Indie Man, the dark one looks fantastic. How did you find the beers this year at Hop City? I purchased the I purchased the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the the Hop City box for this year. I did too. And some of the beers were fantastic. They are they're very good, and um, I liked the fact that there was still a few sours in there. Because I just find, like, as much as I love IPAs and pale ales and Nevis and yeah. West Coast 
I need a little palate cleanser yes. sometimes, and a sour is really good for that. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree more with that. You need a bit mix. That was my first drink here actually. Don't forget they've got a margarita sour. Have you had that? Yes. yes. Very good. And I'm like looking forward to trying it on the slushy machine. Oh yes. Yes. Well, is, that, is that what's in the slushy I think machine? So, yeah. Yes. They had the marge on slushy, and they have a Gypsy Hill sour on slushy. Oh. So I was eyeing those up for later on. That'll be that'll be a must try later. Oh, we're getting attacked by flies all of a sudden. I know. It's because we're so sweet. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what, what have you got? What are you eyeing up next? I think I will be going for maybe a Rivington next. I had that. You can't. To be fair, you can't go wrong with. In fact, the Rivington was the mango. The mango. The mango, the mango. banana ice that you had. It wasn't my favourite. Okay. It is strong on mango. And saying that, with what with what you've described that you like, I think it might be Maybe. up Vanessa's street. Yeah. yeah, it might be. Also, it wasn't horrible. It was nice. Yeah. It was very, very, very strong. Super mango. Super mango. Yeah. Super mango. But definitely the Gypsy Hill and the Antoine Hob Day will be on the list for later. They gotta pace yourself. Might go to the food truck and try out one of those bratwurst, you know. Definitely, definitely. Well, I, I, I had the curry first. That was amazing. You had the brat first. Very messy. Very uh, messy. Yeah, so that's why I'm waiting for later. I don't want to have it all down yeah. my shirt. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, Vanessa, thank you for stopping by. Jim. Jim. Uh, we've got Jim from Double Double Barrels. Uh, like I said, we're here at the Friends Fest uh, Drop Project. By the way, what a vibe, by the way. Yeah, really nice. Really nice mix of people. Really good turnout. Good size. Cracking size. And the, the breweries as well. For me, like it's, it's such a, an, a such a good mix of breweries. Like if you've Ants Batch and Hogware here, yourselves are here. Really got good lager breweries. Like, oh, like the Bohemian stuff. I'm so excited to try that later on this afternoon. That'll be stunning stuff. But yourself, what, what beers have you guys brought this afternoon? Uh, so for this afternoon session, we've got Perpetual Motion, which is our West Coast dipper that we brewed with uh, Andy and Ruth from Elusive. Oh. Um, and we've got Parker, which is our core pale ale, 4.5%. Really nice citra dry hop, really peachy. Um, this year's citra crop is amazing. It's really brought the beer out into really? it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's one of those things, actually, incidentally, you, you, we don't always talk about in the podcast, like the hops and how they are each season and stuff but and to hear that is fantastic the one thing I asked you when you were when I was looking at your, your stand there was the with the guys to the Westie I was like is it proper bitter and you said it was 80 IBUs something like that yeah um, and Andy Parker wouldn't have it any other way would he <laughs> <laughs> that is very true and the thing is like I said it's only myself that's here the other guys would also say in the podcast I know Big Mark would be saying it needs to be bitter so um, that is generally next on my list to try so I'll give you guys a feedback on that beer because you know how we roll on the Beer Friends podcast real beer real breweries real opinions but is there anything else you've got on later on this evening? Uh, yes yeah, so this evening we've got um, this year's edition of Big Fruit Heist which is a huge release for us every year Mango and Passion Fruit Sour um, and a new pale ale that came out this week called Pando uh, which is a uh, Brew One and Citra Cryo a dry hop beer 
genuinely see for me at the moment anything with brew on I'm picking up I yeah. tend to find them really, that really picking fine up. Up. delicious just such a such a really nice hop hop for a one for a brewery to work with and two as a consumer it's just such a it just brings a different aspect and it, it elevates like you said the peachiness and the pineapple and it, more so the, the pineapple excuse me of the beer and it just like elevates a when people go I hate using the word juice bomb but it does elevate that it kind really of juice bomb mentality and that and El Dorado really nice pineapple hops oh, this year El Dorado El Dorado as we call it in the podcast <laughs> if anybody hasn't heard of you guys where are you guys based and how long have you guys been running uh, so the brewery's coming up to five years old now uh, we're based in Tylehurst in Reading uh, a few other good breweries in the area uh, but yeah uh, quite easy to get to with buses and trains not too far away from here then no it's fair. on uh, the new tube line thing as well from okay. London so you can get there that's not bad that, I've, I've been saying that <laughs> I say that and then I realise there's a lot of fucking real strikes this weekend so that's fucked yeah I, I drove up but I don't live in Reading so I <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me what from uh, apart from the festival itself what other things have you got coming up whether it be beer or festivals where, where are we next going to see you uh, so we've got let's try and think what we've got in tank at the minute we've got a DDH version of our Corpel Parker coming out in a few weeks really looking forward to that uh, trying some new hopping techniques with that to us so quite excited to see how that turns out have you found it's one thing we keep we keep talking about there's a an influx almost a saturation of the market in terms of hazy pails but I found over the last couple of weeks like DDH pails are fucking like they're everywhere I've not really noticed that myself we've, it's, we've not done that many this year where it's um with cost of living as it is and our costs are going up what we're having to charge for the beers going up then double dry hopping something whilst it adds a lot to the beer I'm not I'm not saying we shouldn't be doing it but you've got to bear in mind the cost of the consumer when you're when you're designing beers so yeah. it becomes less viable so one thing that again another thing we spoke about and we mentioned like I predicted that there was going to be less kind of big bad boy beers quote unquote your, your big like 10-11% like triples doubles yeah. just because of those things like you said cost of living's went up the cost of ingredients is going through the roof obviously fucking the the hospitality market and more so the brewing community is getting fucked over by the community the government with in terms of taxes do you feel like that's that's an aspect of when you're coming up with a new beer it's like well that's going to cost too much so we'll just stick with a, a four or five percent whether it be west coast or a paleo just just because we can sell it and it's a, a i don't want to say simple beer but an easier beer to sell and easier beer to market yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure whether it's a cost thing or, or just a drinking preference thing, but certainly the lower ABV stuff seems to be moving better this year. Yeah. Um, it's a trend people have been predicting for ages. It might be people are wanting to be able to have, you know, when you're going out, it's like, I want to actually be out. You, you yeah. spend the money to get out in the first place. You want to have a few pints. But with a triple IPA, it's sort of a sit and sit kind of thing. Definitely. Um, I think there's a place for both, definitely. But, but we find sort of up to six percent is a pretty good good mark for us um but yeah the mid five seems to be a, a big six oh i agree with that i agree with that like again we're we five to six percent for us is a sessionable beer yeah <laughs> that's just because we're hardcore drinkers and we drink and we drink we probably drink too much but fuck it 
Um, for yourself, where, if anybody hasn't seen your beers before or hasn't been able to try your beers, where would be the best place for them to get hold of your beer? Um, so, all over Reading and Berkshire, we go into Oxfordshire as well. Uh, we do a run across the south coast every fortnight, uh, delivering beers into London all the time. Um, and then so we, we go into some wholesalers too, so all over the country really, or hit our web, web shops quite good for pricing, direct to get the What's best the deal. website? Uh, Doublebarrels.co.uk, <laughs> with, without the hyphen, all one word. Without the hyphen, all yeah. one go and check out the beers. I've had um, quite a few of your beers actually, just to like oh, say, cool. because I live on the south coast and I, I visit a lot of tap rooms and a lot of bottle shops I've had quite a few of your beers um, it's well worth picking up double barrel beer because you're not really going to be disappointed at all to be honest I'm genuinely really excited for the west coast and that is my next beer on the list I'm buzzing to try that because I know the guys will be at me to make sure that I pick up the west coast IPA um, mate Amazing, thank you for stopping nice by. Nice to meet you, man. Thanks um, for coming. And we'll get you on the full podcast at some point, definitely. At, yeah, some, point, at some point of time. But I appreciate you stopping by at the Friends Fest. How are you finding it anyway so far? Yeah, it's great. Really nice vibe. It's actually my first beer festival pouring this year. So, oh, really? Yeah, I don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> don't get out much. That's the same. I'm the same. But it's... <laughs> the volunteer. Cheers. Nice to meet you both anyway. Nice to meet you. Have a good festival. Again, appreciate Cheers. you stopping by, Take man. Care. Thank you very much for stopping by. Uh, Alex and Double Bar there stopping by to say hello. Um, hello. <laughs> At the Friends, Friends Fest uh, presented by Drop Project. Some of the beers genuinely are honestly worth your time. The, the West Day is my next on my list um, to go and check it out. That one there. Um, we will check in again shortly with another little segment. Oh, did we say your beer? Oh no, we started talking about your beer and then... And then it was his beer. Yes. And it was his recommendation. Yes. So, uh, yeah, give me your... Is it the Parker? Yes. Come on then, tell me. It is... It's nice, actually. Um, I was a bit hesitant. I don't like to try a beer that I don't like. Yes. It's a waste. Take... Don't worry, Neither, I've never heard of it either. By all means, take the freebies. <laughs> take them, have them. Take the swag. <laughs> Enjoy it, but just someone's just having taken some of the freebies that we've got on offer this, this afternoon. Sorry, my beer. Yeah, yeah your beer. So it was um, recommended by. Hi. Um, which is a good recommendation, actually. As I say, I don't like to try a beer that I don't like. I, I hate the waste, and uh, it's a very big disappointment. But this was not a disappointment. It was really nice. Um, a bit hazy, a little bit of bitter. It's a bitter. I don't mind a bit of bitter. Um, I would go more than that. Yeah. It's citrusy. It's nice, refreshing. He's just like thumbs up from me. He was dying for that. I can see it. <laughs> Told you. Looking up my bonus. <laughs> Is it Mick? No. Um, Smithy. No, no, no. Because he goes the, the guy who's looking at his. Oh no! Oh god, what's his name? Oh damn it! Oh, because he goes. Because I, 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 I guarantee, I guarantee <laughs> Pete, you're eyeing up my bonus. Pete, are you eyeing up my bonus? And he goes. Potentially. I was, I was 
Um, that is no, that is actually quite nice. It is nice. Um, I think it's a easy drinking beer. Easy I drinking. Had three. I put this in the middle of my second. No, I think that's. I think that's a good. I agree with that. I agree with that. It's it has got a bit of dryness, a bit of bitterness, a wee bit of bitterness. Yeah, not too much. For you, not too much. For me, not enough. <laughs> in fairness. Interesting. Um, but in saying that. Question for you. Go on then. When you started out in the craft beer world. <laughs> in the world of craft beer. Craft beer world. Was um. Was you low on the bitterness, or was you straight in because you were a seasoned beer drinker anyway? I'm just interested to see if, like, I will tolerate more bitterness over time. No, I think um, the bitterness, in fairness, is a thing you slowly get used to. But then, for me, it was a thing I started looking looking for. Oh, okay. In a beer, because it, it's just a... It goes back to the American style of beers and your, your Sierra Nevadas and the first kind of beer, the hot, more hot-forward beers, they were always a wee bit of bitterness in the back of it and I just think it's, it just adds another aspect to the beer so I almost feel like you go through three levels of beer you go through the aroma the first taste or maybe four actually aroma first taste the middle wee bit which is can be neither here nor there it's or, still or, deciding. or not exist and then the last bit is when the beer finishes so whether it's bitter dry <laughs> not dry Sour. <laughs> what do you say for not dry? Wet? <laughs> moist. Oh, oh, we went there. We went there. <laughs> My beard is moist. Oh, no. Let's not make that. No, but it's, it's, it's wrong. Anyway. No, but you, you go through the stages in it. Like I said, for me, I, I, I now look out for west or coast beers that have got a wee bit of badness, to be fair. That's interesting. Um, right then, we'll take another wee short break and we'll be not, uh, back with another wee segmente um, for you to enjoy. And I'll give you a review of the West Coast from Double Bar. I've went a wee wonder and I've stumbled into a gentleman called Ed. How are you doing, Ed? I'm doing really well, thanks. Um, I've been told by your friends at your table you're a beer writer, you enjoy craft beer, um, and you're here today enjoying the Friends Festival. Um, tell us about yourself. And I kind of, I assume there's a, a craft beer background at least. Oh yeah, yeah. So my, I mean, my background like oh, goes back to when I was like 16 drinking real ale in pubs, <laughs> um, which was great. Not that long ago then. No, not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, um, yeah, now I, uh, yeah, I've been a big craft beer fan. You know, I, I found the craft beer scene in America yeah. like in like 2008. Yep. Um, See you in the van and stuff. Anytime. I mean, back. I mean, even in 2008, there was loads. Oh, you of, can swear. Oh, okay. There was shitloads of um, craft breweries all over the place in the states, and yeah. it was it was a good few years ahead of it here. And it was mind blowing how progressive the beer was there. Yeah. Uh, like loads of different beer styles, loads of different experimental things being done that that just wasn't really happening yeah. in the UK. Uh, but that's you know a few years later we caught up and um, I feel like I feel like we're getting there. I feel like to be honest, we're at a point where we're almost um, it's too saturated at the moment, and you can see it. To be fair, with, with breweries dropping left, right, and centre. Yeah, that and is. And it's it is sad to see, but you're getting it's where the quality the quality the cream rises to the top for a pun, but. It's sad to see that obviously brews are formed by the wayside. Obviously, it's not not due to anything else apart from political things and more 
cost of living, etc. But yeah, all factors. I think I don't know. I was having a conversation with my friend the other day, and we were discussing whether whether craft beer peaks, or at least for the time being, it peaks yes. in the UK, and actually how long ago it might have peaked. And it was interesting. You know, I. I was curiously looking at like brew by numbers back catalog yeah, yeah, randomly yeah. looking at brew by numbers back catalog of beers that they made uh, when they were they have been I think saved financially but they were yep. looking a bit sketchy as to whether they would um, and just looking you know five six years ago they were making a lot of a lot of different styles of beer like that all the number iterations and they yep. had loads and loads of them I agree and not to disparage them or say they're doing anything wrong but the number of different styles of beer that they make is really contracted so it's very much the like we do the session IPA we do the IPAs we do the hazy IPAs we do the hazy pale DDHs we do the fruity gozers we do and then we do which you can tell is probably a a squeeze in terms of because obviously they went to the supermarkets it'll be a squeeze on the margin in terms of allowing them to expand on styles and stuff yeah, and allowing them yeah. to, to be expansive in what they do and it's it's something you see across the whole the whole kind of craft beer world to be fair here in the UK that margins are just are just tight they're, they're really tight yeah but I think uh, some years ago places had you know things like especially like rents and stuff were at, you know, a lot of these breweries that are in railway arches, yeah. their rents have gone up massively, massively. You know, and they're like, I understand now that the main aim is to make beers that sell. Yep. And, you know, hazy pale ales, fruity sours, some adjunctive styles, that stuff, it sells. And I I, I, I would never begrudge a brewery for making stuff that, that sells. And, exactly. it's, and it's good beer. And to be honest, the quality of that start, those styles of beers has really gone up. But I think it's a shame that we don't get the breadth of styles that we maybe got like five or six years ago where breweries were a bit more, you know, their overheads were less and they were more willing to be like, "Ah, do you know what, let's make a uh, a pink peppercorn saison with like yuzu shreds and things, like, because they could. Whereas I think every now and again you find a brewery that that is doing stuff like that and you're like oh well that seems really yeah. different and uh, I, th- I think it's a shame we we're not seeing that as much but I, think I, it's do gonna be, it's I don't gonna think be... it's the brewery's fault I, no. I think it's economic pressure 100% so. it's the, and those types of beers are going to be very few and far between obviously with the, the tax and the alcohol and etc all that kind of changing yeah. like I've said about at the end of last year I think you'll find this year and the back end of this year coming there's going to be a less kind of double double IPAs triple IPAs yeah. and all these imperial kind of numbers yeah. there's going to be far less of them just because of, it doesn't make sense for a brewery to make those beers and for it to sit on no the shelf and not yeah, buy it yeah. and especially with the IPA you know those things the stouts I think there's there's more in the sense that like you can brew it you can keep them for years. Yeah, exactly. They'll be fine. But the yeah. double IPAs. I mean, we. I work in a in a craft beer bar in in South London. Uh, we bought beer, basic shooting. Yeah. And we definitely, we definitely noticed over the last couple of years, really, the number of double IPAs in terms of a what's produced and b what what we can feasibly sell. Yeah. 
really dipped. So we had to really like rein back on ordering double IPAs and really only only stop a few that we know are good from breweries and that we trust to, to do it well. Because if we get if we get one in that's it doesn't even mean to be bad. It's just that it's like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's like it's, people aren't going to punt on it. It's got to. It's got to be. If they aren't going to buy, it's special and it's got to be good. Exactly. You, you can't have. You can't have like a go a wing and a hook on something that's going to be mediocre. Mediocre. You need something that's going to be at least a a talking point and something that you can go shit. Okay, actually. Like we can talk about this beer in different levels, whereas you go, eh, it's just a meh beer. Yeah. Like you don't want like. you don't want a meh beer in your in your in your bar. You want something that's a talking point that brings people back. Whether it be a super dry beer at the back end, whether it be a Westie or something like that, or something that's it's bitter in the back end and goes, drink more, drink more, drink more. But yeah, or whether yeah, or if it's a you know. A hazy New England low bitterness, but it's like it's just super loads of like tangy fruity yeah, flavors yeah, yeah, yeah. in it, something like that. Delicious, but what what's getting harder to sell is strong beer that's okay. Is that is that that? Um, from the brews you've had from today, um, any standouts so far? I mean, in, in fairness, the, the the list of breweries that are here is actually really really good. Yeah. So the one for me that's been the standout in terms of a brewery I didn't know. And they're a little, they're really tucked into the corner, so I think people are maybe missing them. <laughs> is uh, Chainhouse? Oh, me. So I, I don't think I've had any of their beers that they've made before, but I've had a few of their collabs that they've done with Drop Project, yeah. which were both, both the ones I've had were really, really good. So I was quite keen to try them, and I was like, oh, reaching over people, like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So they've got two on, two DDH pails, uh, the one that's a drop project collab is super tasty, yeah. the other one is also very nice. Um, but yeah, they were a good find. I mean, Gravity Well, Well, great. I mean, like I said, I've just had the, I've, found, I've least only just found out, it's literally a brand new beer, there's only one untapped uh, review on it. I, is it the inclusion? It's not even inclusion. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, I think it's, it's not idea, even yeah. on their website. It's not even on their no, Instagram page. Can't find yep. a fucking thing. Um, that is tasting phenomenal. But yes, Chainhouse are smashing it. Um, Ryan, the guy who runs it, is making phenomenal beer. Um, moved into his own space, on on tap room space as well. He's absolutely smashed up in Preston, making some phenomenal beers. Last on the podcast on twi- in 2021, I think it was, he was back in the podcast when he was brewing in his garage. So wow. and he was still making phenomenal beers yeah. back in yeah, there. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, and it's something that it's something that anybody who's thinking about brewing, like you can fucking do it. Whether it's in your garage, where you've got a big space, doesn't matter. You can start from little. Um, apart from Chainhouse, what, what was that? What's in your vessel at the moment? Uh, so at the moment, I'm drinking the Ribbington Berliner Weiss. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot the name of. I think it is. Uh, Light comes shining. How have you found? I like so the other the wife had it. Um, it's super strong. It, I mean, it's super mango. It's like it's big mango. It's big mango. It almost kind of smells like it's going to be really sweet. Yes. Yeah actually quite dry yeah, yeah. It, it's almost almost on the verge of a sour but not sour yeah like because it's so sweet and then it's just I don't know it's a nice I, I, like for me it's a nice beer I wouldn't have I wouldn't have two or three of them 
It's a good no. palate cleanser. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a nice palate cleanser. Between, you know, it's look, looking through the list of beers, like everyone is here, the percentage of the beers that are hazy pales yeah. is is high. <laughs> um, so it's like trying to like pinpoint the non-hazy <laughs> pales. So like, hazy, and then a bit sour, hazy, a bit sour. But it's split them up. Split them up. Yeah, have a little palate cleanser. Yeah. So there's a couple of sours here. Uh, I still haven't. I still haven't found Northern Mutton. Not sure where they are. No. Oh, one. that's a good point, actually. Someone, someone simply had some of their beers and bought them back. Maybe they're on the main bar, but... That is actually a very good point. I've not seen Northern Mutton, to be fair, because they They're definitely listening. here. They're definitely here, because my friend has had some, and he's bought them back, and I've tried it. So, well, I'm going to look for them. It's here, Simon. That's on my list to do. Um, is there any other beers on your list that you definitely want to try? Uh, so, then, double-barreled... Are they who see, I'm a see fan the West of. Coast. Really, really, really like their beers. Yeah. Very nice people who run it. The Parker I, I've had before. Very nice cool range yep, of beer. I'm quite keen to try the uh, West Coast double IPA. I had it. That, the fact was my beer before this. Oh no! Very good. It is a proper West Coast right, beer. Right. If you like your beers, proper West Coast, proper California, proper bitter. IBU, 80 IBUs, right, so yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. a proper West Coast Not pulling beer. the punches exactly, with the bit of Exactly, exactly. Which is what you want. Which is what which is what you want. I, mean, I I have this thing with West Coast IPAs that there's, in my opinion, there's, it's interesting seeing the breweries that do West Coast IPAs who are breweries that came out in what I would call post-haze. Yep. So they started after like New England IPAs yeah, to yeah, get yeah. kind of the standard IPA. And a lot of the time you'll get West Coast IPAs that either really pull the punches with the bitterness or a too malty yeah they just they they they're like oh but you want it to be more i'm like Ugh. they try to be in you've between got, yeah you've got it you've got to like i would say like you've got to push the hoppiness and the maltiness together yeah so they've got to go in tandem so it ne- so it's like it's bitter but never astringently bitter yeah. but also never like too like too malty i think that's where we like, ended up with this bullshit um kind of style of mountain IPA yeah. where it's like we fucked up but it's not better enough but oh see it's mountain IPA it's mountain IPA the only it's weird the only mountain IPA that I can think of that I thought was truly really good was actually from a South London brewery and it was made a few years ago called Belleville and they had a brewer working there at the time very good guy I'm not sure where he's at now I know he went to Salt Bay Society yeah. obviously they're, they're closed so I don't know where he's gone now but very good brewer and he I think I think it was him who made this mountain IPA that was perfect it was soft looked like a New England yeah. super soft body that had bitterness but it, sat, but it was like an intentional bitterness rather than like oh this is just too dry and it was just really that, that, I, I've never had one since I've been like man that's like truly the best of both worlds sounds an absolute dream to be fair Ed you mentioned that you, you, you run a, a bar where, where, what is that bar and give it a shout out oh yeah so the bar I work at is uh, We Bought Beer it's in Tooting Market in uh, Tooting surprisingly uh, just <laughs> a few minutes walk from Tooting Broadway Station in, uh, in South West London so uh, if you're ever in the neighbourhood come give us a shout yeah. but, uh, we'd, uh, we'd love to host what, you again. what beer what beer should we expect now uh, so coming on soon we've got oh we have a nice uh, Rivington collab IPA that we're looking forward to putting on we've also got um, 
I can't remember the exact name of the beer. No, I know what it is. Aspects. Yes. The second West Coast IPA, I think, that they ever made, which oh. we had in cans a while ago, that was absolutely one of the best oh. West Coast I've had in ages. Really? Mint. Um, we're getting a keg of that. So that'll wow. be on next week, I think. So wow. we're, we're three taps, about 120 cans. I, so might, I might need an extra night up here in London for that. I think it might be worth going for, yeah. <laughs> I think it might so be. I it think should be good. It should be good, yeah. <laughs> Never uh, I appreciate your time, mate. Yeah. Dropping by. Cheers, man. Chat, enjoy the rest chatting of some craft beer. I um, hope you enjoy the rest of the festival, man. Are you, are you just here for this afternoon? Yeah, it's over here for until, what's it, four-ish? Four o'clock. Yeah. Oh, well, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Yeah.